Hello, and welcome to a very special episode of Roaming Reigns. This is episode 57 of the Roaming Reigns podcast. A very somber, a very reflexive and contemplative episode. But before we get started, welcome. It's Saturday, January 7th. January 9th, what the fuck? All right, first blunder of the evening. First blunder of the afternoon, rather. It's the 9th. This is way off. I'm starting later than usual today because I woke up early, but a lot of stuff to take care of, a lot of things to plan and prepare, mostly my tea and coffee, mostly losing losing tech of time, losing track of time, see? See what they do? Losing track of time because kind of getting the show together in my head. I still haven't written any bullet points yet. Creaky floor, by the way. Haven't really done the bullet point thing in a while. Also kind of getting caught up in this Photoshop back and forth exchange with a certain someone, so... I also will try to keep this episode G-rated, working clean today, just for a little person, a little um, relative of a certain someone. Depends. If I do drop an F-bomb, then I guess I'll start a swear jar or something. Also, what the fuck? How can there be a a mosquito in the wintertime? How? I literally just saw some kind of fucking winged bug in here. And I already owe, already owe some <laughs> swear jar money. How can there be a mosquito in here in the middle of winter in fucking January? There, I did it again. Can't help it. Can't be helped. It is episode 57. It's day 282 of my social media diet. 350 days until Christmas. I might just give that up until next holiday season. But what you heard at the top of the intro was a Children of Bodom Bodum song. Children of Bodom called Waste of Skin off of an album called Halo of Blood, which I don't remember listening to very regularly. I do think I have at least all their albums all the way up to are you dead yet? Which is probably early two thousands. And then I kind of floated away from, from them and then came back. And, and the reason I'm discussing children of Bodom at the top of this is because their lead singer, songwriter, lyricist, vocalist, guitar player, they're a Finnish metal band, by the way, from Finland, obviously started and founded, I think in 1997, 98, Let's let's go to the let's go to the webs. Go to the webs. No, I think their first album called something wild dropped in nineteen ninety eight, but they're they've they've been around for a long time. At least twenty twenty years until they disbanded and the sad news at the beginning of this year, this first week, was that Alexi Lejo the vocalist, guitarist, the the main creative force, you want to say founding member of the band, passed away. He was 41. They actually said he died late last year, so not actually this year, but late last year, which is a fucking bummer and a half. When I saw the news, and and thank you, Alicia, for for letting me know. I, I had seen the news earlier that morning. I just woke up early. This past Monday, I think, is when it broke. Which, by the way, not a good news week, as you'll find out. So I saw the news, and I texted my brother. I texted my brother, Keith, and I, I told him the, the sad news, and we kind of both were taken aback and couldn't believe it. We both got into Children of Bodom around the same time. We started college in 2001. And by the way, this is El Paso's Best Motherfucking Podcast, and thank you guys for listening as I go into this story. Kind of a remembrance of Children of Bodom, if, if you've never heard them. They're Finnish melodic metal. 
death metal, whatever you want to call it, speed, thrash. They did it all. But um, so I texted my brother that morning. I, I didn't even know if he was awake or if he was at work or what. And I'm like, hey, bro, did you hear the news? Alexi died. They didn't really reveal what he died of. They said health issues, concerns, and they didn't obviously make a note of saying whether it was corona related or not. I did know that he was battling alcoholism for the longest time and then he quit drinking. And then from there, he, I mean, he, he looked, sorry, he looked in later photos from the time where my brother and I went to see him, which would be 2004, I want to say it was an Iced Earth. <laughs> Remember Iced Earth, kids, because it's coming back later in the in the chat. Boy, is it coming back. Iced Earth is this power metal band from Florida slash Indiana. Anyway, Iced Earth was touring, and they were the headliner, and the openers were these bands. If you've never heard of them, fine. They're all European. European on my boots, anyway. It was Iced Earth was the headliner, and then you had a local power metal band that I can remember from Arizona. This was in Tempe, by the way. Phoenix area, whatever, but Tempe. And then it was Evergrey and Children of Bodom and then Soilwork. No. Local band, Evergrey, Soilwork, then Children of Bodom, then... Sorry, it smelled like something was burning. I have the window open. So it was Evergrey, soil work from Sweden, Children of Bodom, and then Iced Earth. And that was my first time seeing Children of Bodom live. But it wouldn't be the last, I'm thankful to say. By the way, I am currently wearing a Children of Bodom shirt that I thought I wouldn't be wearing I mean, I had these shirts, and occasionally I would wear metal shirts, but this one was a size large. I don't know why I bought a size large. And then I also got a size 2XL from a local Children of Bodom show that I went to. I want to say this Children of Bodom show that I went to has to be five more. A little bit over five years ago, I want to say maybe six or seven years. I know I wasn't to tell him Steve Dave by then because I tweeted <laughs> I tweeted Brian Johnson because at the time I wasn't talking to my brother for some stupid reason. He was seeing some idiot single mother girl and she was totally mind fucking him, but anyway. So we weren't talking, I don't think. And then I don't even know why, but now we're, we're good. We squashed it. We grew up. But anyway, I wasn't talking to him, so I went to the show by myself. I got really drunk and nostalgic, and I was like, my brother should be at the show. I don't know why he's not at the show. I couldn't text him, so I, I, I didn't really text anybody, so I just... It's kind of like now, except I would go out more and get drunk. But anyway, I was at this Children of, Children of Bodom show. I think there were the headliners. I can't remember who the fuck else was on that show at all. Honestly. Not because I was drunk, I'm just my memory right now is not as good as it used to be. But so I was at the show probably before Children of Bodom hit the stage because I didn't miss that. But I was drinking and drinking and drinking. I think I smoked at the time too. So I was at the bar like tweeting, drinking, and, and kind of getting emotional on my own. Not like bawling, but just like, God damn it, my brother should be here. So I tweeted Brian Johnson and I'm like, how do you deal with like when you and Kevin had a fallout and blah, blah, blah. I don't even remember what I what I tweeted at him, but he kind of responded. He's like, just like write the dude or text him or whatever. And what the fuck? Eggs. There's like a cocoon of bug eggs in here that I'm going to have to fucking get rid of. Bugs. That's always fun. More on that in just a hot second. Anyway, I am, by the way, grabbing this sack of, like, spider eggs and completely destroying it and putting it in the trash. It wasn't spider eggs. I don't know what the fuck it was. It was some kind of, like, 
it was like stuck together with like webbing, so it may it may well be fucking spiders. It's like a haunted house up here. Anyway, shit, am I even recording? Still so professional today. Also, from the bar, I was drunk. I was tweeting Brian Johnson because I I don't know who the fuck else to reach out to about this shit. So I I think I end up calling my brother drunk afterwards, <laughs> but not. I did not miss the show. I remember that. I don't know who the fuck else was opening. I, I guess I'll have to dig and check, but I can't remember. I know it was a children of Bodom show, Bodom show here. In El Paso at Tricky Falls, it does not exist anymore. Tricky Falls is this downtown, like, brownstone-type old building that's now, like, a fucking megachurch-owned property, which fucking blows. Because I saw so many fucking good shows there. A lot of metal sh- a lot of fucking metal shows. Like, you didn't think El Paso would get these bands. Whoever the promoter, the booker was, fucking awesome. And then the show stopped, but... So I see the tweets from Johnson kind of back and forth and I'm still drinking. I'm at the bar. I don't even remember what I'm drinking. Probably just cheap beer or or shots or I don't fucking remember. I didn't even have a good job. Then I had like a job that I hated and probably (laughs) was probably one of my stupid ass office jobs or whatever. But, uh, and I was also like maybe what, 28, 29. I wasn't 30 yet. It might've been. I'm horrible at this because I cannot really concretely recall because I was that drunk. But I know that I I called my brother. I was up at the balcony smoking and I called and then I'm getting emotional because just hearing his voice is like, fuck, you should be here, blah, blah, blah. And and then we kind of talk and I tell him, dude, Children of Bodom's here. And then I noticed that this lead singer from another band we both saw live a lot and liked, and then they kind of disbanded and broke up called, God forbid, the lead singer, this uh, black guy <laughs> and named Byron. Byron, I forget what his last name is, Byron something. But he was there. He, he was with the with the Children of Bodom crew. I guess he was like road crew or I don't know what the fuck, but he was there. He was actually at the balcony and he showed up. And then when I'm drunk, I kind of don't have a filter so I was getting like emotional, like, bro, like, what the fuck? Why aren't we talking? Not weepy was like, but like kind of holding back the what the fuck. The, I, I don't want to berate him or anything, but of course, when you're drunk, you don't have that filter. So, and then I noticed that Byron's there. Uh, Byron Davis is his name, Byron Davis. Kind of huge black dude or whatever, not taller, but just, you know, girthy huge but he's there i guess he's smoking a cigarette and i'm on the call and i'm like dude and then byron davis is here and blah blah blah. and the dude realized that i knew who the fuck he was but he also saw that i was like on an, on a kind of heated phone call so he just like does an about face and goes back out of the balcony and leaves me to talk to my brother and i think we did talk to my brother and i'm like hey i got your shirt and blah 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 it's your birthday and we resolved whatever happened there and it was kind of through the music because we, for the longest time when we both went to college and then I finished going to college and he kind of did it. He kind of didn't, he dropped out and, you know, went to work for Home Depot. And then after that, he kind of struggled with jobs until he, you know, became a designer. He designs fire safety for what do you call those um the little shopping centers well anything franchises buildings whatever he's worked in fire safety protection for a while not going to say where or or what but so he kind of did good for himself but i will admit that not talking to him for all that time sucked and by the way so i did and have been texting him this whole week not just about the passing of alexi lejo but that's kind of like a good memory of us driving we road tripped in our 20s we used to do it all the time for these shows and these bands who would never come here and we never thought to like book or go to shows like in new mexico or closer or like in 
far west Texas, not here, but like in Odessa or whatever. So we ended up driving to like fucking Phoenix a couple, three times to see like Arch Enemy and the Black Dahlia Murder, my favorite band. And we didn't like Hate Eternal, this like technical death metal band from Florida, but we ended up seeing them. And and those are like some of the best times of my life is like road tripping with my brother, just me and him in like his car or my car and just going to either stay with his cousin or, or get like the Arch Enemy show at this little tiny club. We literally drove straight there, went to the show eight and then drove back. <laughs> so we did those a couple times. I don't think we, uh, the last road trip that we took like that was to Albuquerque, actually. And Albuquerque has been an integral part of my life for the longest time now. Even though I've never actually, like, like I would like to live there, but I've only, I've only been there, like, in so many, like, fleeting moments for, like, Comic-Cons. Two Comic-Cons, actually. What the fuck? Is that a bee? There's a bee out here. There's bees I'm gonna have to Spray it up. Goddamn fucking bees. Goddamn motherfucking bees. Yeah. On top of everything else, there's bees out here too. Bees and whatever the fuck. Maybe that that's what it was. I'd have to spray for bees, man. Please hold while I shut this window. riveting so anyway yeah we drove once to albuquerque on a whim to see a jay and silent bob get old live show and thankfully it was introed by stan lee who died a couple of years back so it was cool to see stan lee on stage I, I wouldn't pay an exorbitant amount of money to meet stan lee though he's a revered person in the community but so me and my brother went to that, and then I went back to Albuquerque a bunch of times for like a screening of the Devil's the Devil's Carnival Two, which is like a horror musical and shit that not a lot of people know about. Went to a couple of Comic Cons there, just you know stuff like that. The last time I went to Albuquerque, embarrassingly enough, was to see the Practical Jokers movie, which was not showing here in El Paso when it first opened. But ironically, the weekend after that, it opened down the street five minutes, five minutes away from here. Speaking of, since I went to Albuquerque on a whim, I think it was my day off on a Friday, and then I worked Saturday, I can't remember. But I went to Albuquerque, I saw the movie and then drove back, and thankfully my car still didn't need a new alternator and all that shit, which now... I can't believe that last year the alternator was still good and then I swapped it out. Bought one, swapped it out, and the brakes, I fixed those too. Because, yeah, man shit. But anyway, in the whole viral marketing of that bullshit, the Joker's online team said, anyone who drove more than 100 miles to see this movie and has proof, like a ticket or blah, 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 email us and you'll get this free hoodie. And that was last year. And I kind of emailed them the info and then like checked in once again like late in the summer and just this past week just this week actually a couple days ago i got a ups box from new york city and in it was this very white pristine hoodie size xl i should have asked for a large but so cool that says impractical jokers a movie 100 mile club <laughs> so i guess i delivered i forgot about it but back to the music, it, it sucks that Alexi died, he's so young. It's, again, it's another death where the person is the same age as my older sister. She's 41, don't tell her that. She doesn't look 41. But Alexi died, hopefully it wasn't anything... I mean, as far as those are my nieces probably fighting downstairs, if you can hear that. Hopefully it wasn't anything terminal. Hopefully it wasn't COVID. I don't know what it was. If I had to guess, I'd probably say it was due to the alcoholism. My nieces are really fighting now. 
well, I'm still going to do it live, though. But so hopefully Alexi wasn't, you know, wasn't suffering so bad that and just became so unbearable that measures had to be taken. I mean, I, I don't know, and I, and I don't want to speculate on this, and if I am sound like I'm kind of fumbling is because it's always hard for me to talk about death and realize, especially in the metal community and the music community, that these people that I look up to and that I admired for their creativity and their music making are slowly dying. Like Eddie Van Halen, like, yeah. Like Alexi, people like that. Other big names that, that died last year as far as metal is concerned. It just, it sucks. It sucks. I mean, we still have the music. We have the vinyls. We have the CDs. I have my CDs. Oh, ironically, the CD player in my 6-in-1 record player crapped out, so I can't listen to Children of Bodom anywhere except in my car, which is probably a sign you believe in that stuff but i also got this cheap vinyl th this vinyl actually the halo blood from tower records was on sale for 13 bucks I, I don't think i had this album but i'm gonna enjoy it now and it looks really nice like the cover is this is the ironic thing and i'm not making fun of it but like their mascot or their their band mascot or their their album covers all consisted of death with a scythe with a full scythe always on the cover of their albums and their albums featured different monochromatic colors like their first album's red their second one's green their third one's blue their fourth one i think was red again he crew death roll and then subsequently it went to different colors their very last album uh hexed was colored purple i think all all of them had for the most part death or the Reaper on the cover. Like Halo of Blood, for example, is like the Reaper walking over a frozen lake. The robe looks white and it's snowing and the the band logo is in like blood red and the album again is called Halo of Blood. And they're from Helsinki, Finland. And of course, Children of Bodom has to do with the Lake Bodom murders that happened up there. And if you don't know it, you can re research it. I don't know a lot about it. I just know that the band name is based off of the teen or sorry, this is my mic court teen or, or kid murders that happened up there. So, and I just like all their albums. I don't know. Maybe I'll, I'll, I'm rambling too much on this, but I really like this band. And it's ironic because the shirt that I got at the show, the album that my brother and I like really gravitate to the most, except for maybe Hate Crew Death Roll, their fourth album, is Follow the Reaper, which is the album shirt that I'm wearing now. It's the blue album. I think it's their third album. Although I do like Hate Breeder, which is their second album because it's all green, the, the green motif. And I also have a shirt of that, which I wore on the day after I found out the news about Alexi's death, which Alicia, thanks for texting again about it. And I wore that shirt the day after I found the news. So, and it sucks, man. Like fucking Brody Lee dying at 41, Alexi Leho 41. Makes me worry. Like <laughs> my sister doesn't really go to the gym or exercise or anything. She She's very skinny and thin and, and tiny. She's not very mobile. She doesn't really go out. I mean, she goes to work and she drives my niece to her dance team practice and stuff and always on the go, but I never see her like walk or do anything physical. <laughs> so I don't know. That's concerning. More than the fucking hornet's nest that better not show up in here because I will fucking blast it with this hornet can that I, I had from when I used to live in a proper house. We fucking burned this hornet nest down and then we saw what was in there. Pretty gruesome. But yeah, I just worry. Like, fucking 41? Why is that the new life expectancy? But, yeah, so this shirt, Follow the Reaper, has the Reaper on the front with the scythe and then it says Children of Bodom on the front, Follow the Reaper in silver. And then on the back, there's a tombstone, a headstone that says Follow the Reaper, which... 
I didn't design this shirt. This is exactly what the album looks like front and back. And it's just, those are my nieces fighting very loudly. And I love them to death, but sometimes they can be fucking annoying. But I still love them. And they're downstairs and two rooms away, and you can still hear them. But they're fighting. I don't know what they're fighting about, but I'm trying to be serious here. I'm trying not to curse. Shit, I cursed already. Fudge. I don't know. What a downer way to start to start the second episode of 2021. I should talk about starting the saw marathon, the Photoshop submissions that I'm accepting now. If anyone wants to send any funny photoshops of yourself with the impractical jokers with the comic book men or with myself, please submit those to dead underscore rufio at yahoo.com. Remember to thank Anchor and Spotify and fuck you SoundCloud. And also I should talk about movies that I watch, TV shows. Oh, I'm reading. I'm reading again. I'm reading a book by Guillermo del Toro and Chuck Hogan called The Hollow Ones, which I haven't been clamoring for such a book like this in a long time since I got my library card back like four or five years ago before I worked at the library. La Biblioteca, Los Libros. ¿Qué les parece? ¿Qué les parece? ¿Qué les parece si hago el resto de este programa en español? Para todos y todas ustedes. Also, thank you guys for listening. Nikki, Ravens are doing good. Packers are doing better. Adam, Netherlands. You got the Canucks up there. Ottawa, Ontario. The Newfies, the Icelandics, the Nords. The Germans, the British. You want to do my podcast? Uh, I'll, I'll have to bookmark this, but no, I don't want to do your podcast. But I do have to get somber again. But good memories of Children of Bottom. Good memories, good times. Kind of had a good week, except for the bad news. And the bad news continues with the storming of the Capitol. And how is that connected to Iced Earth and the lead guitarist and founder of that? More on that in just a bit. I shall take a break, but I will return. So let's hear a little rendition. Until then, I'll be back.
shit. Good final shit. Good final stuff. We are back. We are back. I'm not really sure. Yes, I just burped into the mic. I'm not really sure what song that was, but it's pretty good. If you'd like to know more, please go to childrenofbodom.com. Actually, it's cobhc.com. That was their website. They disbanded, sadly, but it was nice to see that the surviving members of Cobb kind of posted their love for the passing of Alexei and all the other people in the metal community. A lot of people, actually, which was good to read about. Good to read about all the camaraderie, and, and it is like a family of sorts. I, I was just admiring how good this vinyl sounds, how awesome the music sounds, and how I just, I don't want to sound like a fucking teenager in the 2020s, but I kind of slept on this album for some reason. It's only seven years old, but all the stuff that I like about this band is there. And so I'm kind of happy that I get to rediscover and Creaky Florian rediscover this album and the rest of the albums, actually. I've been listening to Hex, their last album, a lot in the car before I go on my walks. And it just brings me joy in that way since... There's no live shows yet. There's no, or if there is shows, I'm not going to go until the vaccine is out and everyone has it, which by the way, I'm not going to read too much about the news and shit, but so there's vaccines, there's vaccines coming. There's more spikes in hospitalizations and infections here, but they can't seem to figure out how to get the vaccine out to everybody. And more importantly, I'd want my mom to get the vaccine before anybody else in this household so hopefully that's coming down the pike anyway on to some better news i got some new glasses i want to say i got them two weeks ago i got them right before the new year i got my fucking target glasses my oakley's i don't know if i mentioned it but transition lenses the works they say they're anti-glare but these fuckers just attract so much dust it's annoying but I like them. I, I hated my Ray-Bans. I fucking hated those glasses. I'm never going to that fucking eyeglass lens place. What do you call it? Optical, whatever the fuck. Never going there. They suck. So if you're in town, don't go to El Paso Optical. They fucking blow. Just stick with Target. Stick with the huge box store. Put these, put these mom and pops out of business. No, but hopefully they do distribute the vaccine in a timely and orderly and, you know, well-thought-out fashion because, fuck, man, this year's supposed to be better. It's not supposed to be about starting with loss and shit or, or the more shitty news that we all saw later in the week about the fucking storming of the Capitol. The only thing I'll say about this, not because I want to give those fuckers any platform, or give any opinion about the idiot that got gunned down. And I saw who it was. And it was a female. And she's not getting any fucking time on this program. Except to say, you get what you get. You get what you deserve. I suppose we all do. Especially spreading that negativity and, and shit out into the universe. That At that level, come on. But... All I gotta say about about the the storm on the Capitol is what a bunch of fucking idiots. Number one and number two, one of those idiots was was is or I don't know what's gonna happen, but is a wanted man who my brother and I know as the guitarist and founder of the band Ice Earth. Alicia, maybe you and Chris know about it. I don't know if anybody else does. If anyone listens to metal, Brit, Neener, Alex might the homie. Which, by the way, listen to Chills, Shivers, and Goosebumps, hosted by Victor Juarez, Alex's brother, the homies. Listen to The Hoof with Chris Ladondo and Tommy Lombardozzi. They had a good New Year's wrap-up episode. I think they talked about they talked about The Mandalorian and other stuff. Listen to That's My Lady with my friend and homegirl, Jules, Julie. Uh, oh, fuck. By the way, I got to get this out there. 
I just saw that just totally random on my email alerts from Twitter since I'm not going on Twitter, but I saw the email alerts and somebody posted a link to a GoFundMe and I think I noticed my friend Julie's picture on there and I'm like, God, fuck, no, what, what's going on? So I, I checked the GoFundMe and she didn't start it. I think another friend of hers started it. Apparently her husband recently passed away from COVID-19 and I believe they had just been married last March. I met Julie probably six, maybe seven years ago. I want to say six years ago. We went to a Jay and Silent Bob Good Old Show in Arizona. She she lives there. And then, of course, there's one of my friends from the cult, the hill, the anthill, from back in the day. My ex-girlfriend and I also saw her at the one of the first recent live tell them steve dave shows in 2016 so i introduced her to my ex and then from there i just feel really shitty that we kind of didn't keep in touch and julie had a podcast had her life had gotten together with this guy i don't believe her husband her her late husband was the person that i i remember her getting together with when we were still, you know, keeping in contact and stuff. And then we kind of just fall out of contact as it happens. And then I learned this a couple of days ago that her husband passed away and it sucks. And so if you have a chance to donate, you can. Uh, what is the link? What is the... What's the, I don't have the link with them. I might just post it when I post the episode description. I'll, I'll include that information in there, but it's really sad. And they're trying to raise some money for his, for his final arrangements. And so, yeah, it's just, it's a, it's a bummer. And like I said, I hate talking about death, but it just seems to be all around and it, it sucks and it's unavoidable. I don't want to, don't really want to try and bring anyone down with that, but just letting Julie know if she hears this or if anybody that talks to her hears this, know that we're thinking about her and that I'm very sorry for her loss. And, you know, we're, we're here in, in any supportive capacity that we can be. And I did text her, by the way, so hopefully she sees it. Even if she doesn't respond, I just want to let her know that, that I'm very sorry for, for her loss. And, and if you guys want to listen to her podcast, it's Totes Milady. I believe it's available everywhere, at least on SoundCloud. I'm not sure, but and uh, I had always aspired to be on there. I think her podcast was her and one of her friends from work or, or from up there, so Really, really good stuff. Funny stuff. All right. So taking care of that, listen to Dave Weimer's podcast empire, Cult of Dave. 13% of Chris and Dave, of course, very dear friends. Love them to death. Shout out to Mandy and Mike up there in New York State. How you doing? Shout out to who else? Who else am I missing? Oh, my friend Amy, who has probably just completed her first week without social media and hopefully her health's doing better. She's getting healthy, you know, working on not having high blood pressure at such a young age. Also because she has a kid, so you got to stay alive for that kid, Amy. And for your husband, of course, and for everybody. But hopefully your podcast takes off, you know, takes off really soon. And whenever it does, let me know what it's called and I'll pimp it on this program or whatever it is, podcast, YouTube, show, whatever. These motherless fucks. At least these motherfuckers didn't interrupt when I was trying to, you know, pay my respects. Motherfuckers. Those are the perks of living out here in the desert. But, and I will be going out for a walk later. It's it's supposed to be chilly, but fuck it. I, I can't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Anyway, so there's that. What else? What else are we are we sharing here? Oh, yeah. 
the Spotify exclusive episode is forthcoming. I, I have it ready to edit. I've just been, you know, dealing with this, dealing with that. My niece has started school again, so it's a lot of virtual Zoom meetings they got to connect to, and then someone needs to go get their lunch from the buses because now they, they drop off the lunch via bus, and I got to be the emissary to go out there, collect their lunches, make sure they eat, make sure they do their homework, and bribe the youngest niece with finish your homework, and then you can play Sega Genesis because my sister brought that bought that 16-bit Sega Genesis, and the kid's crazy about it. She was born fucking 20 years after Sega came out, and she's into it. But, yeah. I, myself, have been keeping busy with reading. Like I said, I've been reading The Hollow Ones by Guillermo del Toro. Yes, the director. Oscar winner. Oscar winning director of Shape of Water. And, of course, my favorite movies, the... His Spanish trilogy, Kronos, Devil's Backbone, Pan's Labyrinth, and all his other shit. Blade 2, Hellboy, Hellboy 2. Fucking, what else did he do? Oh. What's that? Crimson Peak. Yeah, Crimson Peak. Good shit. So the last time I read a Guillermo del Toro movie, a movie, a book, actually was the Strain trilogy. So I really like those vampire books that he wrote a couple of years back they turned it into a series i never saw the series i like the book better but it's good so i was able to borrow that from the digital library and then put it onto this broken kindle that well, i guess it's no skin off my back to say that when i broke up with my ex and made my way to the bunker i found that broken kindle in my stuff and so I hadn't connected that Kindle to the internet in years, but I did so so I can put the broken ones, the broken ones, <laughs> the hollow ones on there. Because the book's due in like seven days, and I don't read that fast. And I don't like reading, like speed reading. I like to enjoy the book. I put some jazz on. Jazz Pandora trial. Yes, at least I'm using Pandora. Because it's free. Spotify's been sucking. Anyway, I put on some jazz. I drink some tea, some coffee, and read on the Kindle broken kindle so like one side of it's smashed so when i get to the bottom of the page and i would try to swipe i have to flip it over and then swipe the page so isn't that fun so i'm back back in reading back into reading so what does my white dry erase board say today it says january 21st save money is in bold letters in boxton record pod obviously read the hollow ones i am watch the office i am do yoga with Adrian, 30 days. Today's day eight. So I've been doing yoga for eight days. I think today's like a chill practice. So I'm going to do that after I vacuum in here again. Walk, of course, and then write. I've been writing too. I've been writing in a journal because a man doesn't have a diary. It's a journal. Wink. And I've just been writing about the passing of Alexi and other stuff, other thoughts. Sometimes right before bed, sometimes I write in the morning. But it was another resolution of mine is to write as much as I can and do it so that my hands get accustomed to holding a pen. Because the last couple of times I wrote, <laughs> my writing looks like a serial killer's handwriting. But So I want to read that. I want to finish The Hollow Ones and finish off the other books that I had, The Power of When, Ya Superalo by Dr. Lozano, the, the book in Spanish, and then Whole Again by Jackson McKenzie. And then, of course, I have here A Brief History of Time, Into the Wild, How to Be a Gentleman, Fahrenheit 451, etc., etc., etc. My, my books... My book collection is vast, in case you hadn't noticed. And then, of course, if I can, I'll edit the Spotify exclusive episode. Well, yeah, I got some new glasses. I got new eyes. I got a practical Joker's hoodie. I'm getting rid of some more clothes that don't fit, shoes as well. And probably am going to be on the market for some new shoes. No New Balance, though. No, no dad shoes. I'm going to get some... I always get like all black on black Nike or 
some kind of running shoe that looks cool because when you're out there sweating your ass off you gotta look cool right which by the way this whole week i've been wearing a secret stash pair of sweatpants that i got when i went to the stash and they were on sale for like five six bucks because they were 2x and they're cinched on so tight because the last time i weighed myself i weighed 183 so it's not that i'm really trying it's just employing the same techniques i always have like eat light eat less yoga obviously walk drink lots of water drink coffee and just do what i've always been doing even if i'm kind of shamed into being fit or i should be heavier or girthier but as long as i'm healthy and i make it into another decade or, or 10 would be cool but at least at least i want to make it to tesdy town again i want to i want to go back to the mecca of the cult and i will if i visualize it it tends to happen also by the way i've also found some old old records that my folks had they're all like Mexican rancheras and Spanish stuff for the most part, except for my dad's Credence album. It's so clicky and poppy, but it sounds so good. He also had like a little Richard <laughs> album, and my mom had uh, this like Mexican Norteño duet from like the 60s and 70s, and it all sounds, it sounds so weird to listen to their records that my mom has no interest in anymore because she's not into that stuff anymore. I, I don't know what it is that she doesn't i mean she enjoys movies and and stuff nothing anything violent or gory anymore she's more into the bible and online sermons and stuff like that but she does watch a lot of that conspiracy youtube facebook bullshit which i tell her not to but it's my aunt and her friends they tend to poison the well with that shit but anyway it's fun and funny to me to listen to their old old records and See, they still play and they sound as as good as they did back then. And and that somehow I know the lyrics to some of these fucking Norteño ranchero songs. They're not anything fast or boisterous. They're, they're, Norteño is more like accordion, drum, snare, guitar, the singer. So it's not the, the big Mexican band shit that you might see or hear even in Kansas or Nebraska or in Canada or wherever the fuck. It's it's Norteño. It's a, it's a different kind of of Mexican music, but it's it's good. It's subtle and low key enough. It's what they call pisto music or music to pistear to pistear means drink. So you get a sense that it's like drinking music, but it's not it's not really happy music. That's the thing about Mexicans is the sadder the music, the more you want to drink. So which I guess is true of, of any culture, but. We do love to pull a cork. So, yeah, it's just fascinating that, that these records are still here and that they have so much sentimental and, and historical value to me, like trying to figure out why they bought these records and why they like these songs, and, and I kind of figure that out. I do miss my fucking dad, my dad's Kiss albums. Like, fuck, anyone got any Kiss, Kiss albums? Send to, well, you know, so far, as far as I can tell, there's only one five-star review, so if anybody else is listening, and I know you are, and if you listen on iTunes, and even if you don't, go on iTunes and leave a five-star review. Write anything to your heart's content, just leave a five-star, and I will read it on air. No bullshit, I'll read it. I have read it before, last week's sultry, <laughs> sultry racy five-star review of this program. Hopefully this audio sounds better, for fuck's sake. I haven't caught up on wrestling or anything. I'm, I'm trying to watch The Office. Truth time, I borrowed The Office DVDs. So I'm starting from the beginning again. I'm, I'm barely on season two because there's like, so there's literally like a hundred DVDs of the entire series. So no spoilers, but I'm starting it again. So I, I just, here's another goal of mine is I'm not going to stream shit that much. I'm not going to fucking rely. I'm going to go back to physical media. Who gives a fuck? Because the internet's down. It's not reliable. So back to physical media, renting DVDs, renting CDs. I have like a bunch of CDs from the library that, that I borrowed that I'm not able to 
return yet because they're still closed, sadly. So hopefully they figure out a plan to inoculate everyone and get us all the fuck back to work. Hope upon hope. But yeah, I have like Kendrick Lamar and Scorpions and shit that I borrowed and fucking Slipknot and Rise Against. I actually can't find that Rise Against CD, but it's probably in my car somewhere. And a whole bunch of stuff that I, I now that I think of it, like the library could probably sustain me without the use of the internet, even though you could borrow a mobile hotspot from the library, which I should have fucking done before they closed, so I would have had some fucking internet. But then I haven't seen Wonder Woman 84, and I don't know if I care to. I read some bad shit about it, so whatever. Also, I'm not privy to all the internet news of the day, except for the local news, the... The downer stuff, as always, but also the good news, hopefully. Hopefully they, you know, they give everyone their shots and at least something can start going back to normal. Now, that doesn't mean that when I get the shot, I'm going to go the fuck back out and hit up the bars and hit up the, you know, hit up the coffee shops or the fucking... There are bookstores in El Paso, by the way, but hit up the comic stores and whatever and fucking strike up a conversation with a geeky nerdy girl and blah 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 no even with the vaccine i still probably keep doing what i'm doing maybe maybe possibly consider the gym but i don't think so i don't think the gym's coming back until maybe next year if then and it's sad because i keep getting these emails from planet that says oh for a limited time just zero zero fucking to join just come back please please come back i don't know I'm content from now for now. So after this I'll probably edit this, put it put this up. Give my respects to Alexi Lejo, RIP forever. Hate crew death roll forever. That's kind of like their their little slogan was hate crew forever. Their hate crew, the hate crew was what they call their fans is not like we hate other people it's just, you know, hate crew. I don't, know, I don't know, I guess what they called their fandom. Probably not the best received or the best moniker for a fan base, but it's kind of like the, the fan base, the the Reapers or whatever. But And I think I have a beanie of Children of Bodom around here and my mom for the longest time, whenever she would go visit my aunt in Phoenix or my uncle in Colorado or whatever, or even when she went to Ohio to visit my my uncle out there, she wore my Children of Bodom beanie, and they always, every single one of my aunts or uncles, always asked her what that meant. And she said, Oh, I don't know, and just thought it looked nice. And it's pretty funny to see pictures of my mom wearing a Children of Bodom hate crew <laughs> beanie, which I have here somewhere. And, and it's funny because she would not approve of this music just because of the fact that it's fast and loud and the vocals are what they are. But it's cool to see that she's into that. She's into, and she just like randomly does that, like with my beanies. Not anything recently, but she would do that, like, oh, I'm wearing this this hoodie or this beanie or this shirt, and she didn't know what it was. And when she did, she's like, I'm not gonna wear this anymore. But it's funny to me. One last thing about health. So she got a ninja juicer for my sister for Christmas. And they've been juicing almost every day, even though it's kind of odd that my sister makes a juice, drinks a juice, but then she makes a, a full pancake breakfast. So kind of contradictory. My mom, though, has kind of replaced breakfast with the the juicer. And she let me try one of the juices. It was a beet juice. However the fuck my sister made it. It was really good. I had my first beet juice yesterday. And much like Kevin Smith during his beet phase, it went straight. Where do you think it went? No, it, it was good. It was good. It was invigorating, refreshing. I drank it, one on my walk, and I fucking walked farther and faster than I have this whole year. So, more juice for me. Yeah, I'm juice. I'm juicing, but not steroids. What else? What else? So, how are you guys spending your the first week of your new year? Huh, Nikki Adam. Who else? Amy, Nina, Britt, Chelsea from Scotland, <laughs> Alex, Victor, Chuck. Chuck, are you listening? I hope so. Shout out to Chuck, too. Chuck Stanton. Staten. I almost said Stanton, but Staten. 
I know his name. Shout out to get him too. Let's let's hope get him gets his farm back, please, people. Let's let's call Extreme Makeover. Have them rebuild the whole motherfucker, please. Shout out to everybody else. Amy, Alicia, yes, thank you for the news. It, it's a bummer, and and you know, tell Chris that Children of Bodom was a huge loss to the metal community, but the music lives on. By the way, what's your Fez's favorite Cobb album or song? Mine still has to be Hate Breeder, Better Razors, or Hate Breeder the song, but and and Mask of Sanity from Follow the Reaper, but just because Hate Breeder is the green album, I gotta go with that. But I love something wild, the whole fucking thing. Although one thing you guys should know about Children of Bodom, even if you don't care, is that not only are they known for their the incorporation of keyboard solos dueling along with the lead guitar solos in their music and Alexi's harsh vocals and speed speed metal type melodic stuff they also would incorporate like sound bites and little snippets of like horror movies and shit into their song so there's sound bites their first album the sound bites of the deadlights from it and then pennywise cackling that's literally the first thing you hear on their first album there's also like sound bites from other movies and stuff most notably the the intro to Nightmare on Elm Street, the very first one, the the West Craven one. I'm sure that there's other like sound bites and snippets. They they have a pretty lengthy catalog. So yeah, they like to do that. They like to incorporate little sound bites of movies, horror movies and shit, just like Rob Zombie. So I always thought that was cool that Alexi and everybody in Children of Bodom was like that into pop culture and stuff. So I don't know. I'm thinking about everyone. Thank you everyone for listening. East, West Coast, Europe. Ireland, Scotland, Netherlands, Canada, Ontario, Jersey. They're listening a lot in Ohio. Who the fuck's listening in Ohio? Write in. Don't be a puss. Who's listening in Seattle? Don't be a puss either. But anyway, until then, love you guys. Thank you, SoundCloud. Thank you, Spotify. Did I say thank you, SoundCloud? Fuck you, SoundCloud. Thank you, Anchor. Thank you, Spotify. Still Paso's best motherfucking podcast, bar none. I love you guys. Wash your hands, wash your ass, wear a mask. Until then, I shall say al rato vatos. Let's leave you guys with a little cob action in your face. Laters. Bye. Love you guys. Yeah, 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 yeah.